This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, December 22nd, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. Happiness is internal. It is not something that the state can guarantee. And when we speak freely, we're probably offending someone somewhere. But there is a new threat to free speech from people who believe that they're entitled to pleasure at the expense of yours. They are modern-day Grinches, also known as utility monsters. Jason Kuznicki, research fellow at the Cato Institute, believes they should be stopped. He details his argument in a new paper, Attack of the Utility Monsters, the New Threats to Free Speech. Utility monsters are, uh, first of all, they were a thought experiment proposed by Robert Nozick. He said that if we are trying to be good utilitarians, and that is we're trying to maximize happiness for the maximal number of people, uh, we may add up all the values and and find some pretty disturbing things. Like, say, I really, really enjoy punching people in the face. If I enjoy punching a person in the face sufficiently, well, you know, a punch in the face only hurts so badly. Maybe I should go ahead and do it, because your pain uh, is, is not as bad as my pleasure is good. And so I really like it. And you know, you only hurt so bad. I go ahead and do it. And, and I go around doing this to, to lots of people because I enjoy hitting people in the face. Clearly something has gone wrong here. And clearly utilitarianism has a hard time accounting for people like this. Uh, people like this are termed utility monsters by Nozick. You argue that there are these kind of people operating when it comes to expressing themselves, and certainly they have been. I think in the 80s and 90s, I remember a lot of pieces of art uh, involving desecration of the flag, of venerable icons of, of America that upset a great many people, uh, Virgin Mary, uh, pieces of artwork uh, involving uh, fecal matter and Jesus and all sorts of just, just things that offend a broad swath of people. And that's all protected speech. And the reason that it's protected is because if we were to try to satisfy all claims of that nature, we would find that we're looking at a bottomless pit. Because when we try to satisfy claims like that, uh, it encourages people. It encourages people to make more claims. Why? Because they want a share of the government power because they come to see those sorts of claims as legitimate where maybe they didn't before, because there are limited resources uh, that the government has at its disposal for managing or, or controlling speech. And so different groups with different agendas are going to fight over them. How are they going to compete for those government resources? By arguing that their hurt is worse than anyone else's. And we see this in a wide variety of different societies. In the dissertation research that I did in history, we see it in the old regime in France. We see it today in Muslim societies, I would argue. I think we also see it on college campuses with political correctness. I think it happens in a lot of different places. And one of the reasons I wrote this paper was to argue that it turns up in a lot of different venues or a lot of different areas of, of life or of thought that people don't usually think of as connected. The First Amendment itself once you get past any type of uh, veil of uh, ignorance, is really not that popular in the United States today. It doesn't do well in opinion polls, to be honest. And the percentage of people who say that it goes too far is, I, I think, alarmingly high sometimes. But 
part of what the First Amendment does that isn't always appreciated is that it makes a deal among all of us. We are all going to be offended at some point by someone else's speech. The right course of action, given that we are all going to be offended at some point or another, is not to try to curtail all offensive speech for everyone. It's, frankly, to develop a somewhat thicker skin and recognize that sometimes we are going to be offended, but what we get out of that occasional offense or that occasional perceived psychic injury is a great benefit, and that's the benefit of being able to express ourselves and to say what we want to say. And if we're going to weigh pains and pleasures, we ought to consider that the the ability to speak one's own mind is a great pleasure itself. Jason Kuznicki is a research fellow at the Cato Institute and managing editor of Cato Unbound. You can download his new paper at cato.org.